want to talk about acquiring your first or next thousand followers. Here's the deal. If you want to grow your brand, which is by the way, the avenue to grow your business, right? Like I, I've actually have almost been completely converted. I'm still business all day. Like I love business development and talking about business. And my, my thought behind it is as you, as you grow as a person, your business will quickly follow. However, the way to grow your business, if you really think about it, in most cases, at some point, you're going to need to grow your brand. It's an easier way to grow your business when you have an established brand, you have an audience, you have a, a community of trusted customers that count on you for the service or product that you provide. And so they just easily come to you for that. And I'm not so much caught up on having a thousand followers, but I just think, I think about how much momentum goes into doing something to get the attention of a thousand potential customers or a thousand people that take a liking to what you're doing, but may not necessarily buy which buy into what you're selling right now or what your brand represents right now, but they just say, Hey, you know what? I'm going to take the time and at least make that commitment to want to see your content every time you share something. And so take us through maybe just the thought process that goes into making that strive for the next thousand followers. Let's go with the basics as far as your profile. Like, is it filled out? Very basic. This is going to be your first impression, right? Everything from name to maybe a slogan or bio, link in the bio. What does your profile say about you? Is it the typical author, CEO, entrepreneur, dance coach, whatever? Like, that doesn't, that tells me what you think of you. That's cool. What value do you add to me? So when we're looking at our profiles, we want to fill it out, one, with keywords, two, with value. What, when they come to this uh, profile, when they come to this page, what are they getting? What can they expect? What are you going to do for them? Now, granted, when, it, when we're talking about Instagram, we're not talking about a, the long bio. So you want to get super straight to the point of keywords value what does the link to the bio do so i would say the very very first thing when we're we're thinking about uh how to get to more followers is is your profile done correctly when we and we have our usernames but in our name in itself that's that's searchable right that's search engine optimize. So yes, we could put our name there, but what is also some key words that people may put that your profile will actually pop up as well. Now we're thinking about discoverability as well. That's such a good place to start too, because I know for sure, just, just your, pro your profile looks better and even more credible when you have a good profile pick. I love that you started there. Like, honestly, I thought we were going to race ahead to content, but I love that you just started at the basics of, is your profile in order? <laughs> is it attractive and clear enough for people to come across and at least grab their attention? Because it's true. Like, quite honestly, when I'm, whenever I'm going through notifications, I ultimately look at, and I'm noticing this now, it's just, just as I think about my behavior, I think I look more at the picture more than I look at the, the user names per se 
at the notification, right? I'm looking at the picture, looking at the picture, just scanning through, scanning through. And typically the profiles that you click on, to your point, are the ones that have just a distinct look to them, right? Maybe it is a, a clean headshot, a clear headshot, something catchy about it. I know there was a time when people were changing the color of their background, like they were changing it to brighter colors and different things like that. Is that something that's still in style or is that a little bit outdated now or what's what's the move what's don't the matter. on that? Yeah, it don't it matter, matter on that. It the yeah. as long as it's a clear picture, we're good. Love it. Love it. Talk to them about what's next, man. What do we go after we get our profile in order, we get our tag, you know, the description, link and buy the whole nine. What's the next move? So we gotta come up with a consistent post schedule, right? Before we start creating anything like that, are we very aware of our posting schedule that is going to keep us consistent? If we are seeing other people and how they grow their social media platform, the one thing that you're going to see is consistency. Now, consistency doesn't always mean every single day, but whatever schedule that you come up with, you are consistent with that schedule. So if you're saying Monday through Friday, I'm gonna be posting, then you better show up Monday through Friday. If you're saying, uh, you know, Monday, Thursday, Friday, and Sunday, then you better show up those particular days. One, it allows people to understand the pattern. Then they'll look forward to some of the stuff that you have, right? Now, granted, you're going to hear multiple things like post every single day. I'm a big advocate of posting every single day because the way that I teach about it you are tapped into your natural. So the only thing I'm asking for you to do is show up in your natural way. However, I'm very aware that that can be intimidating and that takes some small wins to finally get up there. So figure out your posting schedule, right? And then put that out there. You know, put it on your stories saying, hey, I'm going to be posting... Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. Like, tell the audience what they can expect. And I think when you get there and you feel comfortable with the consistency, I would say up at one and get consistent with that, right? To where you can post every single day. But without a consistent flow, without a consistent schedule, your following is going to be very scattered. Like, you may get one three people, five people, just no people because there's nothing really consistent happening. And two, you're not allowing people to connect with you. You're continuing to go in and out of people's lives. This is, this is still the social part of social media. You have to be social in some kind of way. So a consistent posting schedule has to be number two for me when it comes to this journey of getting uh, your next 1K. I, I want to ask you, though, what's the balance between consistency and discipline? And here's what I mean by that. Somebody can be consistent for the sake of being consistent and just posting just to post, right? Just They're posting just to say, hey, I'm being consistent. Mm -hmm. But 
But there's a level of mastery where you're consistently being disciplined to your particular strategy, type of content, the thing that you want to be specialized or known for, right? That There's an added layer to that, which is discipline in being able to, I don't know if it's be more creative, if it's figuring out new things to talk about or new topics to cover when you even don't have anything to do. So what do you do to, to balance that to, okay, yes, I'm going to be consistent because I'm committed, but I also have a level of discipline to the things that I talk about, the things I want to be known for. I like how you worded that. I don't know if I would have worded it that way because I would say strategy more than discipline, right? You have to have uh, an intentional strategy to post specific things or within what we call buckets. You are going to be posting, let's say, uh, if you are uh, a toy maker, uh, behind the scenes of making the toys, the new products, and then uh, the, you know, the life inside of the store of where you're selling these. Like these are, these are your your buckets, and you have a strategy that made you come up with these particular buckets. Now the discipline, I'll say, comes in when you don't like you're consistent, but you don't feel like it today, right? Mm. And you're like. Uh, I ain't I ain't feeling this content. I ain't feeling what I made. I don't feel like I don't want to do it. And then that's where it's like, I don't really care how you feel. You gotta mm-hmm. you gotta post, and you already have this strategy, so post within the strategy. You're, I'm not asking you to post outside of that. I don't want you to think of nothing new. This is why it's important to have the strategy part of it. I don't want you to think of, because when you don't want to post. That's where the strategy and the discipline pops in. It's like, man, all right, I'm going to post this behind. I don't like it, but I'm going to post it. And nine out of ten times when you don't like it, it does great. Wow. That's so good. And you're right because I didn't think about it that way. If you sat your butt down, I'm going to have to sit my butt down again and and tighten up the strategy because I feel – it's, I just I literally had this conversation yesterday and I was I was on the 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 commitment almost obsessively. I have to, I have to, I have to, I want to. Forget I have to. I want to. And and I'm so excited to be back in this I want to phase. And for those of you who have struggled with consistency, you probably can connect with this a little bit more because you know that consistency sometimes just isn't always about not knowing what to share, but sometimes you just literally feel as though you don't even have the energy to, to, to be social or, or post or share or any of those things. So now that I'm in this want to phase, I'm like, heck yeah, let's go. But that is so good because the strategy keeps you in line with the things that you're supposed to be sharing. And then from that point, it's, it's facts over feelings. I love that. That's, that's good, Nick's. I see, I see how, I see how you work in this thing now. It makes sense. All right, Nick. So, so far I got profile. Yep. Bio or profile pick bio content strategy. Yep. And where am I going from there? Uh, collaborate with other creators. If we're thinking about, uh, getting to the next, uh, 1k, I was about to say hundred k, uh, next, next 1k, right? 
then we have to get in front of other people's audiences. We can't just depend on uh, Instagram to get our stuff out and to be uh, to get our reach to the numbers that we want to. We have to now start networking digitally and collaborate with other creators. You know, first, of course, you would want to do people that were, are within your niche, right? Because it just makes sense. Or, uh, you know, other people that have maybe similar or higher uh, following that it has a mutualism, right? Sometimes even to those people who may have a lower following you than you, because these are 300, 500, 1,000 other people that don't know who you are. So any amount of followers count because when you, when you put out some type of content with this, per, with this person, whether it's a live, whether it's a collaborative, I can't even talk, collaborative post, say that part, I can't say these things, <laughs> but um, whether it's that type of post, right, based off your impression of them, they could, they could stick. They're like, yo, I'm going to follow you. That's two other people you didn't have. Three other people you didn't have, you know? So collaborating with other people is going to really help you reach uh, your goal to the next 1K just a little bit faster. You still have to do the work, but collaborations make it just that much easier. That's a good point, too, because I like what you, and I, and from what I'm understanding now is it's exposing your stuff to their audience and getting an opportunity to build the connection from there too. Yeah, that's 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 important. What what about the the type of content though? Is there like at what point do I start thinking about what type of content or what type of people am I looking to collaborate with? Cuz I I I know I've seen you do specific collaborations mm-hmm. and I don't want to say that and I don't mean strategic in a bad way but they tend to make sense, right? They're in line with, like, I know you did one with Nick recently, and he's talking about Instagram's scheduling feature. Well, obviously, mo- almost all of your content is about that, so it just made sense to, you know, to to put use that piece of content. Any advice you would give for people who are thinking about what type of collaborations, what type of content, or things of that nature? Yeah, I mean, it, the the best part is always to create stuff that's within your niche or that can elevate your niche. So meaning, for example, shout out to Carter, right? We had him on our on our podcast. I can go do a live with Carter where I'm speaking to, you know, uh, personal brands and content creators. And now he's elevating it by helping personal brands and, and content creators through tax season, right? So I have the audience, I'm giving a different look to, hey, we don't tend to think about this all the time. We get so much into building the brand, creating it, but, you know, taxes are coming. Let's let's talk about it like this. So right, yeah. either within the niche or something that elevates the niche is the type of content that you want to kind of create. Yeah, you know, the, and the, and I just thought about this. The cool thing about 
the collaboration, like to be able to, and I think it's called specifically remixing the reels or remixing other people's content. It's in a, in a way it does appear as a collaboration and maybe you could kind of share your opinion on that. But I even, I even like that type of content. And I, I know for a while I thought that that might not be something that's still going to work, but it's doing great again this year. And I see a lot of people still using that type of content, but I think about how easy it is to that, that in some case that's still a collaboration nonetheless right you're able to uh use or leverage someone's authority or credibility in a particular space and you're commenting on it or putting you're putting your stamp of, of approval or however you may be, intend to use it but i i would look at that as a collaboration but I, more importantly i just think about how easy it is to do that type of collaboration you're not necessarily you don't need someone's approval if they have that feature that says, I allow other people to remix this content, that's them giving you permission to do that. So for anyone who's wondering or thinking to themselves, man, but I don't know if I reach out to Nikki, if she'll go live with me, I only have 39 followers right now. It's like, it, it, it doesn't even matter who, you know, it, it, from that standpoint, you can even take the, the path of least resistance and still build a collaboration that way because i think there's a way for them to also view it on or add it on their own profile is that how that works yeah oh nice. no, well no 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 they can't add it to their own profile when you remix it um that's only if you do a uh collaborate post right oh, gotcha um okay. but the remix is 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 good to get exposure from the original content but also exposure for for what you're doing, especially if it's a a post that's already working. Fair enough. Well, take take us to the next point then. Just uh, after we talked about yeah, all of these pieces up to collaborations. So, I think the next one is definitely going to be utilizing the platform features. Right. This is where you're looking at Instagram, and you're looking at the different list of ways to create content on Instagram. And especially the one that is Instagram is putting energy towards, right? So at this moment that we're recording this, we have a uh, regular post, we have uh, lives, we have reels, we have carousels, we have stories, right? Guides are not are not good for brand awareness situations, but these are the different features that we have that are most popular, right? Now, you want to figure out, one, what can I do on a regular basis? But two, what is, where is the energy at? Right now, everybody's focusing on vertical video. So that means Instagram Reels is where the bread and butter is for brand awareness. And if we're talking about uh, getting to your next 1K, then you're thinking about how am I going to bring brand awareness to my page? What is Instagram really focusing on? And that's going to be Instagram Reels. So what is my schedule to where I am doing Instagram Reels on a regular basis? And whatever that regular basis is for you, right? Once again, I'm always going to say, ideally, if you can do once a day, great. I would say three, four times a week sounds amazing right mm -hmm. three four times a week sounds amazing as far as that right now 
what has been put out recently is that Instagram is going to now bring a balance to video and photos to where before Instagram was just totally focusing on video, right? They just wanted to keep up with the competition. Now they're going saying, hey, we're going to put a balance on photos and videos, meaning your photos are going to get a lot of love. Uh, well, not a lot, but get more love than it did before. And this is where carousels are going to come back to life. So for those people who don't know what carousels are, carousels are between, I think, two to seven, or is it 10? Seven or 10. But, but uh, posts, whether it's photos or uh, or videos, put all in one post. The reason why I'm saying carousels are going to work way better than just one photo or one video, right, is because you have to think Instagram wants to keep you on the platform as long as you can. So the carousel is now taking you on a journey, which means you're spending more time on that particular post, a.k.a. you're spending more time on the platform because just because you spend more time on uh, that particular post doesn't mean it takes away from the time you were going to spend on Instagram anyways. So when we are thinking about what am I going to be posting, do I have reels uh, in my in my strategy? Do I have carousels in my strategy where I'm now taking them through a story or I'm taking them through some tips and tricks? No, I'm taking them behind the scenes um, and or explaining something, right? Uh, am I going into stories? And my stories is to nurture your audience, to give them more of a raw, organic, uh, behind the scenes situation. So am I putting out stories? Please do not put out stories thinking you're going to get followers. No, this is just to cater to your existing audience, right? Going live, is that going to be something that you want to do? Now, lives are, once again, really good to nurture the audience. This is not necessarily the easiest way of making a following. It's a, it's a long process if you do it that way. One of those things where you have to always ask them, hey, share this live, share this live, right? And when you share the live, it goes directly to that person's DM. So meaning it could convert a little bit easier, right? This is where you could also be doing, uh, you could collaborate with other people. When people go live, when you bring somebody on live, their audience now gets a notification to your live. Right. So it is possible to grow on live. It's just a longer process compared to reels and posts. So the the this step is understanding the Instagram features and how are you going to apply it to your content strategy to get to your next uh, 1000 followers? <laughs>